welcome to For What It's Worth. I've known about furries for a long time before this experience, but I'd never seen it in action. I I, I see the furries at the cons, and I ne- I'm always wondering who is in there. That's the first thing I'm wondering. Is it a man? Is it a woman? Live on YouTube. Wait. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, we're pulling out right now, so it's, uh, it's a slow process. Is your body ready? If it isn't, get ready, because we have all kinds of fun and mayhem ready to work your body out. Oh yeah, and like the mechanism that makes the fire blow out of his mouth? That's probably four grand, right? Before the workout, be sure to get on the YouTube chat or Telegram chat so you can join in and talk with us tonight. Have you had a party emergency? Got one right now. <laughs> when is the new Animaniacs? For five and a half hours. I got a body yeah, You know, bend it to the right here. And now, here are your two full hosts who finally went potty all by themselves, Rue and Tugs. <laughs> Rue went all by himself. Aren't you so Get proud? It. I'm so proud of myself. How's it going? <laughs> We're doing this, aren't we? We are. We are live, live, live. Yep. Uh, Tugs. I'm only in people's left ear. It's just a consequence of hardware. Sorry. What? Huh? Nothing. I was just clearing something up. Okay. That was very clear. Yes. Well, now we are here. Yes. (laughs) I was explaining to people who are listening that I'm probably only on their left speaker. You can't tell, but they can. Oh. Yes. terrible it's just a hardware thing man anyways welcome to for what it's worth we are live on youtube with uh, a lot of people wow that chat is exploding so yes um thank you everybody for tuning in tonight we are excited to do this we haven't done a show like this in a couple years right it's been like two three years it's been crazy right so um i'm rue in case you guys didn't know and and this other guy that's talking about his left ear, it's Tugs. Hello. What? <laughs> that wasn't know. Tugs. <laughs> Wait, was that Tugs? I'm, yes. I'm confused. No, sorry. I was fixing. I was fixing it. So now I'm in both ears. All right. So, sorry, guys. This is what happens live. Like all the shit that like you guys don't hear that we cut off is now what you're hearing. <laughs> We we edit like probably half of the show. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we do. We leave a lot on the floor. Rue still sounds like a girl. Aw. Ah. Yes. So uh, I, I've been trying to take testosterone, so I don't sound like a girl. Yes. Um. What have you been up to, Rue? You know, I have been hitting the arcades like always. Oh my gosh! So I love round one. I love Dave and Buster's. I love any sort of arcade, and I've really gotten involved in, in getting lots and lots and lots of tickets. In fact, I got so many tickets at round one, which <laughs> they have really terrible low-end prizes. I ended up getting enough tickets that I got myself a bread maker. What? <laughs> Out of anything that, that was there, I could have gotten an Xbox, a PlayStation. I decided to buy a bread maker. So... Yes, I'm making my own bread, just kind of like what Tugs um, announced a, a while ago. So yeah, that's <laughs> what I've been up to. I haven't made a lot well, of bread, though, because I'm, I'm so fat. What happened with your sourdough starter? I killed I killed him. Why did you kill your because sourdough starter? Because he cheated starter? on me with other bread. No, because 
because I can't. I'm I'm dieting and I it's keto and you can't have bread. So why I can do another sourdough starter sometime. I love That's bread. Right. Don't get me wrong. Like this is not me taking a stance against bread. Um, this is just me saying I miss bread. Well, we miss you, Tugs. Bread is calling your name. What's birth by <laughs> snoring? Did you explain that? Oh, so birth by snoring. Oh, yes. So I've been playing birth by sleep. Um, wait, wait. Uh, remix like on the PS4 or PSP yes. version? No, on the remix version. Okay. I've been trying to get through the Kingdom Hearts series. I've been blitzing through it. I know a lot of you are going to probably groan, but I've gone through it on like the easy setting because I'm not a Kingdom Hearts player, but I just wanted to get through the story. You could so. just watch it on YouTube. Like I could, but I wanted the experience. I wanted to actually play the game. So, yeah. So I've been enjoying it. It's been really fun. Um, I've also um, recently uh, started playing some horror games um, on my Switch, which is kind of interesting. But um, yeah, but other than that, that's what I've been up to. Cool. What have you been up to, Mr. Tugs? Uh, getting this ready. So thanks to everyone for being patient with our technical glitches. I'm producing and hosting. It's great. Um, oh, before I forget, I worked on that countdown and I'm so pleased about it. And I wanted to know what people thought. So if you'd like the countdown or want something changed, let me know. It was a fun experiment. Uh, other than making videos and after effects, uh, I did go back to Salt Lake for a week. I didn't see you, Rue. I'm so sorry. I just, the, the <laughs> chaos. I know, I know. There was a lot of chaos. Um, I had a family member go under the knife, so I was supporting. Um, they're doing good though. Um, but man, I, I love living where I live now. I, I just do. I just do. But you know, you know what? Going to Utah reminds me of the things that I have now. You know what's sad? What? I was invited to, um, the party that you went to. And you didn't go. go. I know. Away party. I know. And I, but I didn't know that you were going. If you, if I would have known that you were going to be there, I would have gone. I didn't know I was going till last minute. So how is John Wick or whatever that? Oh, I did go to John Wick 3 and I loved it. I, so I just watched the John Wick trilogy for the first time in the last space the last two weeks. Friends came over, we watched one and two, and then I saw three. I loved them. Ah, I love it too. The dog, like his, his dog dying. That's really sad. <laughs> that's what started it all, right? Yeah, you don't Somebody killed kill his... Yeah, you don't Somebody kill a dude's dog. dog. Yeah, so and he goes out and gets revenge. Yeah, no, it was, it was. I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, Mario Maker Two was out. I talked about it, uh, the first one when it came out back in the day. I have played all of twenty five minutes of the new one to kind of get a feel for the controls. Once I get those controls down, though, I'm gonna make some bitchin' levels. I'm so excited for this. Like ridiculously excited. You know, I think that Mario Maker Two was more meant to be played on the screen so i'm almost like i'm hunting for like some sort of stylus or something um you know i wish nintendo fucked us they didn't give us the mario maker stylus like they did in europe and japan um but i just have an intuos um that i are not into us a wacom bamboo stylus there's one that has a pen on one side and like the rubber tip on the other side i don't mm -hmm. have money in them but um i i love it i've drawn on my switch with it before i i think that once you get the controller controls down doing it on the tv is not going to hurt I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I, I haven't made any um, Mario levels yet, but
but I've been testing and doing sandbox stuff. But it's been pretty fun so far. I've been playing a couple of levels, and uh, the story mode's not actually terrible. I mean, so far it's been pretty enjoyable levels that they have loaded on there. So. Ah, uh, yes. So, uh, um, cookie? Yes! It's push the cookie moment. All right, let me push the cookie button. Yay! <laughs> Will he reuse another one? Is he ready? Is he going to bed with pastries again? It's Ruse Cookie Time, not sponsored by Betty Crocker. Well, because we're live, of course that I'm ready. So here we go. You You're will have ready? many friends when you need them in bed with a cookie. Wait, you'll find friends when you need them? Again, you will have many friends when you need them in bed with a cookie. Is this a naked hot tubs? It's not the naked hot tubs. It's the, <laughs> it's the clubhouse. I... <laughs> Hi, I'm new here. <laughs> no, it's cool. I love your Lady Jizz hot tubs. They're my favorite. Uh, have you been yet? No, I drove by them, though, and I thought about you, and I looked at the steamy windows and expected Jack's hand to come up and go, thump, and then slide down. <laughs> Except it would have been your hand, and I would have been like, ah, and like wrecked the car I rented. Tugs, my heart will go on for you. Okay. <laughs> so there's no potty break because we're live. So let's go to what we're doing next, which is email. We have so much email. Um... The confession of it is, is is that we have had our episodes go really long, and so we've had to keep pushing the mailbag, which isn't fair to you guys. So we're doing the mailbag now. We're going to clear it all out like a, you know, like a staph infection. Stop it. And <laughs> I didn't get filthy, madam. And so, yeah, we're just going to go through and freeform read these. If you want to join us, don't forget, we are live. So check us out right now on the YouTube chat or the Telegram chat. Um, this, just so you guys know, uh, there's about 25 to 30 seconds delay. That's uh, why we maybe respond late. And chat all you want. We'll get to what we can. If we, if we don't reply to you, it's not that we hate you. Please don't take it personal. We still love you. Like, for example, how do we summon Rucifer and Beetlejuice Tugs? I don't know how to say that. Beelza Tugs. Beelza Tugs! <laughs> you have to say Beelza Tugs three times. And he'll appear with weed. So, anyways. <laughs> Let's. Um, oh, people want us to. People want to buy my bread, apparently. Power bread. Power thirst. Um, how's the sour dro. Blow the sour dro saying? I don't know what that is. Um, Fido had to deal with his heart being stopped from getting electrocuted last week, but his boss has an emergency defibrillator in his truck. It, whoa! And he sent you to the hospital? Well, I'm glad that you are alive. Thank you for not dying. That would have been very rude of you to miss our event. So apparently I'm room in your trucks. Room in trucks. I don't want to be trucks. Tonka <laughs> trucks? Well, you could be Tonka. We'll this change your name to Tonka. Affected. <laughs> oh and i still sound like a girl yeah you do i'm trying all right i'm gonna read an email but before i do actually i forgot to do this let's introduce our guest in waiting so our guest is waiting in the wings oh so patiently you know him 
from reading the news of the cosmos to you every week. It's Smokey. Hello. How are Hello, you? Hello, Smokey. How are I'm you? I'm all right. I don't know if it's every week I read it, but I do read it. Oh, I have a sound effect. Let me get you started. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, man. Beat me over the head, here? apparently. I know. Are you excited to be here? This is my excited voice. Oh, that's so excited. <laughs> oh man, this could be good. We, we we picked the wrong guest, Tugs. This is, this is like, yeah. <laughs> All right, end of the show. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> no, no, you can't summon that one. That comes when it comes. Don't touch them. Don't touch it. It's not good. So, guest, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I've been unemployed for a while, so I'm still hunting for a job. And in the meantime, I am doing things to keep myself from going insane because I spend almost all of my time here at my house. What is your fursona? I am a Durgan. A Durgan. What is a Durgan for everybody? Oh, just a cute way of saying a dragon. Ah, cute. Is a Durg. So why did you become a dragon? Because dragons are awesome. Do you have your own lair? Do you have your own horde? Uh, not really, no. I haven't really been in a situation where I've been able to make a place really my own, so I don't have a lair or a horde yet. I hoard awkward moments. <laughs> well, there'll be plenty of them here today. So, do we have our emails, Mr. Tugs? Yes, first email comes to us from the Latex Fox. This is from back in March. See, this is this is why we're doing this, because we love you, we don't forget you. We just have a lot March? of weird messages. Yeah. March oh my. 13th. Says Root and Tugs, I wanted to thank you for all the work you have done on for what it's worth. I've lurked in the fandom for nearly a decade, but never considered myself a furry until the past year. When I first accepted that, I had a lot of self-confidence issues all over the place in the fandom and what it meant to be a furry. And listening to your podcast helped me deal with those feelings. We probably drove them to drugs. Since accepting my role as a degenerate, I am much happier. I am regularly making art, which has always been my passion. And the friends I made in the fandom already mean more to me than the friends I know in person. I'm not being overly dramatic. I just know really shitty people. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I almost snorted. Thank you again for helping me come to terms with another chapter in my life. Latex. Well, thank he you. says he's a fox, but degenerate's just another way of spelling dragon rat. This is true. So, first reply, Tugs. Um, thank you. I'm glad that, that we made a difference <laughs> for you. I hope the drugs that you were driven to are not that addictive. <sighs> I love you. I love you too. <laughs> and I'm here too. Don't worry, listeners. Don't worry. Me and Tugs are not in some sort of a relationship. We Actually, just... people think that. Yeah, we are not dating. <laughs> really? No, no. They got married like five years ago. <laughs> no. No. No, that was Tugs and his his boyfriend, Ink. And they got married, and they just they just went to the courthouse and had had my good friend Hobbs there, which you guys have met Hobbs before. He's been on a couple of episodes, and they got married, which was cool and cute. But I wasn't there. Uh... <laughs> we, you know what? Well, you can come to the fucking reception. 
When? When is that? Wait, wait. There's happen? there's a reception specifically for fucking. Yes. Awesome. Yes, we receive it anally. Um, That's my type. No, of reception. we never we never had one because we got married when we weren't sure if we were going to be able to stay married, and it was like you know last minute. So one day we'll have the reception we never had. We'll see. You know that I understand, right? No, I'm not holding. I'm I'm not truly holding that over your head. <laughs> Any other replies to the email from the latex of foxes? Well, let's see. Latex of foxes. I wonder if he's into that game where like you touch like I can't remember the name of the game, but you like touch different things and are like there's these monsters that come in that are goo monsters and then they you turn into like them or something. I don't know what that game's called. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, all right. The next email we have up, Rue, you can check it out in our super secret Telegram chat we're coordinating through. Woo! That super secret chat that you are telegramming through, and I am going to take a minute to get <laughs> We need to cover for him. Sweet. Da, okay. da, 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 so da, is da, this... Da, da. Is this Lexi's email thing? Yes. Lexi sent us a trilogy of emails. Okay, so this is more Lexi? Yeah, well, no, start from Lexi, then go to part two, which is more Lexi, and then the thrilling conclusion of finally Lexi. Okay, so from Lexi Yeah, where I'm starting. All right, hi, guys. I'm super new to the fandom. Well, openly admitting to myself anyway, LOL. I went to my first anime con a week ago, and it was cool because I love anime. But all I care about was the fursuiters. So I talked about it to myself and I dived in head first. So I'm working on my fursona. And um, what not to hear is Lexi. And all I know is I want to hear, um, I want her to be a feline. I'm a 27-year-old man. I just wanted... Um, you to know that I just started the podcast six days ago, which is not six days anymore. And I'm listening from the beginning. I can usually get four or five done in a day. Hmm. That's a lot of listening. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm impressed. Um, when I'm at work, I'm on season two, episode 22. So give me about a week or two and I'll be all caught up. I love the cast. Koru is my favorite. Aww, I love the witty one-liners in the background. More Lexi. Hey, everyone. It's Lexi. The, what is that? Vixen? Vixen? Yeah, pinks. Like pinks. a lynx, but yeah. Thank you. The pinks. Again, I combine the Lexi and uh, Pixie. Because I wanted Lexi to have wings and a poopy tail. LOL. Any whore. Yay, yes! any whore! <laughs> just, just an update on my progress. I'm on season four. Oh my goodness. <laughs> season four, episode seven. The video game's 64 episode. And I'm quite aware I'm years late on this whole thing, but... So far, no one has mentioned the PlayStation game, Bloody Roar. The game was awesome. It included Rue's favorite, Transformation. It does. Tails bursting out of pants. 
Anyways, um, but yeah, I haven't listened to the rest of yet, but so far, no one has seriously talked about being a straight man in the fandom, let alone one of the two young kids just just saying, but I'm going to end this now before it gets too long. That's what she said. Okay. (laughs) Really? (laughs) That's what she said, baby. (laughs) And then finally, Lexi. Okay, Lexi again. I'm listening to the GameCube episode. Oh my goodness. And you guys just talked about Bloody Roar, LOL. I, you know, it's been a while. It's okay. Uh, you know, it yeah. has been a while, but you know what's funny is that reading all those emails together, it's almost like meant to be read together. It's great. Now, it's the like GameCube episode, the GameCube episode, did I, was I already making uh, space news for you guys at that point, or was that before me? I think you, man, that's right about when you would have started, huh? I don't so he's, if he, if he, by the time he gets to this, he'll finally be aware of who I am. But it's it's kind of interesting that <laughs> that he hasn't heard of me, and I'm responding to his email. <laughs> are you are you jealous? Am I jealous? No, I just think it's funny. I think you're jealous of Koru. Why am I jealous of Koru? Because he said he was his favorite, and you're like, well, if I was on, I would have been the favorite. I'm just curious <laughs> of the timeline, dude. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You little shit stirrer over here trying to mix things up, piss in my ear. I was just giving you some virtual side eye. Yeah, you are. Oh, by the way, <laughs> let's go to the chat for a minute. Yes, there was space so in that the, episode. The game that I, I mean, the game that I was talking about was changed. Thank you so much, Patches. I appreciate that. Um, let's see. What else do we have on here on the good old chat? Uh, dragons are just scaly cats. What do you think about that? I I think that's true, except that I don't think licking yourself would work as well. Well, it depends on the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> what? How? Well, some dragons don't have as many spines or horns or anything, so it's not so pokey. Oh. That and they don't have that rough tongue. Because cats have rough tongues. Now I'm going to change that phrase. Okay, I, MFF, I learned this phrase with tongue. And I, or you have to use tongue. And I was like, what the fuck? Is this a real thing? And I was, okay, I was trying to obtain some adult beverages. And they were being silly and I didn't know it. And so now I'm going to say, now with rough tongue. <laughs> Another comment from chat. A bread maker? You have a you have lived in for what for who makes your bread? Um, do they do they do other things for Rue also like make cookies? Long necks. Apparently, I'm supposed to feel dumb. <laughs> what? I do people are like long necks, yo? Like Jake just said that, and I'm like, well, duh. Of course, dragons are all giving themselves some service. But do I figure, have- but to be fair, I figure that like the neck is proportionate. It's like you know, like you've got a lot more neck and body and so if you try and bend your neck you're not gonna be able to reach does that make sense you know what have I you seen about... have you seen king of monsters i feel like you're the new that. godzilla no 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 yes i have you know king gadira yes he's got those three heads and the really long kind of noodly necks yes he's awesome he's pretty cool that should give you some idea of what they're capable of 
Mm. Now, I'm, now I'm, well, I haven't seen this movie. Now I'm thinking, is this dragon giving himself a blowjob? Not in the show, no. Oh. You know, when but you it, talk about, when you talk about long necks, I think about Littlefoot and Three Horns and stuff like that. That's what I was thinking the whole entire time. Okay, random thought. <laughs> Go back to you guys. <laughs> Land Before Time was awesome. So It was. I remember seeing that in the theater. Time for a new email. <laughs> the new email. Hello, Light. The new email is from Robert. It's a short one-liner. He says, can you please revisit Baby Furs? There are new diaper stories with ABDL diapers that you can go to. I get right a first reply. Giggity. You um, do. <laughs> it's not to say that we won't ever go back to that topic. We've never done a third visit to a topic yet. And so one day it'll happen, I'm sure. I'm sure that we will again. We just need to figure out a better, a different spin of what we haven't talked about. The other thing I is mean, I you... know that you have a plethora of knowledge because you yourself is a baby bird. I, I think I'm just hesitant because I don't think anything could top that charm and Morphe spark. That was completely random that that happened and it was incredible. And I just, I feel like we're going to go do that topic again. And that's all I'm going to think about. And I want to do it better, but I won't have been able to do it better. What about, we could do something like uh, baby furs versus ABDL. And like that particular community. I don't know. Just ideas. I know that they run into like each other, but at the same time, like there's some that are probably like, I am not a baby fur. Like, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Just, yeah, things. Like you could get some littles on and <laughs> see what's foots. different well no no that that's what they call it in the i know i know community. i was i was just then we went back to long necks that's all see my mind ran now to the show the littles about like you know little people like the secret world of Arietti, little people oh that's coming to theaters this summer again awesome yeah yeah check the cinemark schedule you know what's also coming to theaters your dick your mom <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> just being silly all right so uh what else about that email anything else nope you want another one who wants to read the next yeah. one uh i'll read one if you get it over to me here you go awesome. all right <clears throat> let's see here wow that's a long one okay hi peeps miss hyde here i'm wearing my wear tiger hat today because this topic that this is a topic that would make misky blush too much Following up on your excellent Furries of Color episode, I'd like to argue that the issue of reclaiming derogatory terms is one of historical abuse, not one of the term having always previously been used negatively. The word queer only started being used pejoratively from the late 19th century and then started being reclaimed in the 1980s. It's largely used positively by the LGBT plus community these days, but there are still people alive who remember it mostly being used abusively. So hearing it can still be jarring for those people. I am a great advocate for reclaiming words, but I think the word talked about in the episode is still primarily used abusively and the historical harm connotated, connected to that word is too great and too recent to reclaim it now, especially when there are other better words that could be used to affectionately refer to a friend such as a brother, sister, or the UK mate. Thank you. Uh, thank you to you and your guests for bringing up this topic. Are there any reclaimed terms you peeps use? Are there any you can't? Yours sincerely, Miss Hyde, the proudly queer, slutty, cuck fur fag. <laughs> P.S. 
Yeah, that is pretty great. P.S. I still don't understand why anyone would use these as insults. Jealousy? I'm queer because I'm non-binary. I'm slutty because I enjoy sex. I'm a cuckold because I enjoy watching my partners have sex with others. I'm a fag because I like ladies. Well, more just, power to you. That was like a, a little mini glossary at the end. That was the appendix. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little uh, Frank Herbert novel there. <laughs> you have right of first reply, sir. Uh, I tend to agree that I don't think it is a word that can be reclaimed anytime soon. I think so much damage has been done using it that it's going to be very, 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 very difficult to reclaim it, just like how the swastika has been so tainted. I am a, a cis white guy, so I really don't have much I can add to that because it's not really my place. I, uh, I defer to someone who has more experience with it. I... I, so just to clear some of the background up for those of you who have not cut up yet, um, we did a Furries of Color set of episodes. It was so good we made it to two. And one of the questions that uh, we had in our conversation, I asked them um, about the N-word and, you know, the use of it, reclaiming it, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, it's hard to reclaim terms. And... I don't want to linger here for too long, but I, I don't think that we're at the point where there's been enough progress made that we can really think about reclaiming the N-word as anything other than a derogatory word. Um, once we have gotten better at keeping things on the level with everybody, I think maybe that clock can start ticking. But, you know, uh, it's it's no big deal right now to not use that word. Like, there's, there's just no need. I'm going to be devil's advocate. I'm going to be Lucifer. So I think words are just words. Just kidding. Oh, I really don't feel that way. <laughs> well, but, all words um, are made up. But one thing I do want to point out is color was spelt with a U. Thank you for spelling it correctly. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> what? You know, do you know why they spell it with a U in the UK and we don't? We got why? lazy. No, it's not because we were lazy because we got cheap. Because people who were typing for like the, the, the newspaper and such were paid by the letter and they didn't want to charge people as much, so they took the U out. Really? That's yep. Lame. It's all about money. Welcome to capitalism. We need to use the metric system. All right, Ruth. I agree. Let's do one more email and then we'll let Smokey have personal time with the audience. Okay. Oh, yeah. I sent it to you. This is um, BJ, B, ah, P. <laughs> B J. Hey, you just saw BJ. You're like, ooh. Okay, I'm opening this to read it along because, oh my goodness. Ah. <clears throat> this is P B and J, dude. <clears throat> Anyways, hi there. I'm a newcomer to your podcast, and I wanted to see if you guys could help me out. I have a friend who has been a furry for a long, long time, and it's fine and all. But recently, I've been feeling more and more closely intertwined with the furry fandom. Dun, dun, dun. I'm I... so sorry. <laughs> I feel like I might be a furry. But I don't want to be called... Let's see, what is that? Wolf. wolf. He doesn't want to cry, Wolf. Oh, I see, I see, I see. On this to my friends in case this is just a fad do you guys have any tips 
on knowing whether or not I'm part of this group. Well, first of all, you have BJ dude in there, so... <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, I'm just joking, I'm so sorry. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, to be a first responder, I would recommend this. Why don't you go to a couple of furry meets? Uh, or, you know, go to a convention. Check it out there. And just go as an observer. You know, you don't need to dive have head first. Go and taste test. Check it out. See if it's they, part of part of you. They do say that the best way to learn a language is to immerse yourself in the culture. It's true. Yes, definitely. I agree with you. Also, I want to reply to something in that email, specifically what sure. how Rue said it. He pronounced it newcomer as opposed to newcomer. That's very what? important to note the difference. That is a very important distinction. <laughs> well, like, well, he's I, talking I, about BJs and comers and... Yeah, what the hell? It's supposed to be classy. I'm sorry. I'm getting... <laughs> I, I'm getting infoxicated. Infoxicated? Uh, yes, foxing in time. Oh, yeah, foxing time is after the show, I'm sure. It is, it is the foxing hour. <laughs> it's fox o'clock. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? We need to go to the audience and see what they have Jake stated says, in here. Go yes. on. <laughs> go on. Oh God, Doctor Doctor Isix. A giant vat of furries to immerse box? oneself in. Patches per box is broken, and I'm concerned how you break a per box and if it will get better. I'm sure they just use Vicks VapoRub. That stuff cures everything. The great state of Texas, by some miracle, has deemed me capable of carrying a pistol, so they cleared me for a pistol license. Pistol safely. Jake Fox says, I remember growing up playing a game called Smear the Queer. <laughs> that um, involved who whoever held the ball um, was to be destroyed. I just called that yeah. butt ball. I remember that game in uh, growing up in Louisiana. Only there was no ball. It was just they would pick someone they didn't like and tackle them. Huh. What Nazi for a subject that was covered yet? What? No, we have. I think they're covered, asking if we had yeah, covered it yet. Yeah, we have not covered the Nazi first topic, and we probably won't uh, just to stay apolitical. We try and just present facts um, and disclose when it's just an opinion. And I think we've done a good job of kind of staying pretty consistent about that. And it is a pretty just, incendiary topic. Yeah. It's a very political topic. And I think only once we've had some change in the current public discourse, would we be able to cover it comfortably with the show? There's some topics that have STDs and sometimes we just don't touch them. Okay. Anyways, should do you want to do that's one way to put it? Do you want space news? <laughs> Yes, I want space news. I want to hear it. Okay, well, let's get ready for space news by loading in the right sound effect. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know if you want... Do you want your backing music or you just want to go with it, man? Uh, we'll, we'll go without for now. Uh, I'm, we, we had talked about this earlier, and I, I think your idea to have the audience interaction is pretty good. So I'm going to keep this kind of loose. I don't have a proper script. I just have notes to follow. I hope people are so uh, if you guys are ready for me. Yes, we are ready to go to space and back. All right. Well, 
may as well go ahead and start it with the usual. Hailing frequencies open. There we go. Ah. Uh, I've got I've got three topics to discuss today. Uh, one deals with the crawler transporter that is going to be used for the SLS. Another is a new probe that NASA has just announced that's going to be uh, sent to Titan. And then uh, the Falcon Heavy that launched a couple of nights ago. So starting off with that crawler transporter, uh, who here has seen, you know, have either of you seen the, the, the documentary Apollo 11 yet? Uh, I saw it on a streaming service. I saw okay, the and you, movie I, Apollo. I, but I, didn't, I didn't play no, it. No, 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 no. You're thinking Apollo 13. I'm talking oh. about the documentary. Because uh, at the, the very first shot is seeing the actual Saturn V rocket being carried out to the launch pad on the big crawler transporter. And that is the same one. Well, I don't know if that's the exact same one, but it's one of the two that's being used for this. They've got two, and they've been using them ever since the Apollo program. And when they were finished, they were considered the largest land vehicle able to move under its own power. So these things are really freaking cool. I love these things. They're able to move so much mass, but they only have a max speed of about 1.3 kilometers per hour, or about 70 feet per minute. They had recently finished the uh, mobile launch platform of the tower that will have the SLS docked to it at you know up until launch. And they had to run some tests on it, make sure the fuel pumps work, the sound suppression water system, and the crew access arm was working properly. Uh, this was originally supposed to be for the Ares-1 rocket, back before uh, Constellation got turned into Constellation. Uh, EM-1, Exploration Mission 1, is supposed to be at the end of 2020, that's what they're hoping, but it may slip to 2021, and this will be the last time the mobile launch tower will be rolled out without a rocket attached. After that, the second uh, Orion flight will be uh, 2022 or 2023, and that'll be the one with crew on board, and that'll be designated Artemis 2. Artemis 3 could happen by 2024, and that will be the first chance that we have to actually land people on the moon. Wait, when? 2023? 2023 is uh, Artemis 2. That'll be a crew flying out around the moon and back. Artemis 3 will be 2024. What the hell? I'm so mad about this. It takes Seattle fucking 20 years to build light rail, and we can go back to the moon in six years? What are we doing wrong? Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's, here's the thing, I don't think it's going to happen. I really super want to be excited about Artemis, but I really question this administration's commitment to the program. They have kind of just half-heartedly said that they want to make this happen. Jim Bridenstine has been great at advocating for it. I've, I've kind of come around to him. He's, he's been really good for NASA, but the, the, the executive branch on the federal level just doesn't seem to have that much interest in it. You know what, though? I think that I'm more aware of, of the desire to go to the moon than I was comparatively to, say, the last administration. I don't know. Maybe it's just... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, so you've got people reacting. Someone says that they're super keen... Dri Driz? Driz? I can't say this. Um, super keen okay. on the Titan probings. Oh, yes. Yes. That'll be in just a second. Ooh, okay. Cool. Uh, but uh, anyone else have anything to talk about the Artemis or the, the SLS crawler transporter <laughs> 1.3 kph was the speed you said uh 1.3 kph yes yeah, someone says oh that's the same speed as the mff reg line Patches. good job <laughs> and Patches. then someone replies no no the mff reg line is 0.13 kph i love blith he's the guy who's in charge of it and he's gonna make it better but it was yeah slow last year the moon doesn't have nimbies and right-of-way issues that's why yeah uh, just just a fun little fact to, to tack on there. Uh, the one that's being used for the SLS is uh, designated CT-1. 
2, and it's being upgraded to the super crawler status to carry something so big and massive. And CT-1 has been designated for commercial launches. I think uh, Orbital Science, before they got bought by uh, Northrop Grumman, is the one that purchased the use for that. Huh. But uh, if we want to move on to the next one, if you guys are done talking about that, I can move on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, NASA has recently officially announced the Dragonfly probe for Saturn's largest moon, Titan. And this is the first time we will land a drone on another plant uh, or another body that can actually fly under its own power without like rockets or anything. It's, it's uh, a, a four rotor copter drone. It's going to have a plutonium core so that while it's on the ground, the, the plutonium uh, reactor will actually charge the batteries and then it'll run the, the propellers off of the batteries and it'll fly a total of uh, something like 110 miles, 180 kilometers over about 20 hops. What's really great about this design is it's not hindered by the terrain. It just goes up and over and takes photos and, and video as it flies and then lands and then it beams all that back to Earth and we can actually replay the video and watch it fly as if we're on the drone itself. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. I have had a, a drink and I just need to make sure that you told me what I think I understand. Go You're for it. You're telling me we're basically flying a fancy-ass phantom drone to the moon of another planet and playing drone on it? A nuclear-powered phantom. What the fuck am I doing with my life? This is... <laughs> that's, that's incredible. Yes, it is. And it's not even the first time we've landed something on Titan. Back when Cassini first made its first close pass of Titan, it dropped the Huygens lander, which took a whole bunch of photos. But it was, it was just a lander. It was stationary. It was the first time that we had landed something that far out in the solar system. Wow. You know, That's I guess it's awesome. Yeah, we are putting something on a moon, which we've done before, but I don't know. I feel like it's wild that we're like flying a drone. Like, that's like, I don't know. It brings it to be a much more modern thing than like this thing that's dusty and old tech. Yeah. And it's supposed to launch in 2026, and it will land in That's how long it takes to get there. Probably it's going to be roughly the size of Mars with like water shooting, not curiosity. It's going to make like a, a power thing for your kids. I'm hoping that that brief moment will get fixed. It's, I'm, I'm really excited about this because this is a really, really audacious, really, really impressive idea. And we were, the, the people that I follow who have been watching all the programs and, and proposals that NASA gets, this was the one that the most people really, really wanted to see happen. Huh. That's nuts. Okay, let's go to comments. Atomic drones for Titan. This probe's got me so excited. <laughs> it should. It really should. In bed with a cookie. Thanks. Uh, Dr. Isaac says, my sound is going weird. Yes, it was going sound. Uh, it was going weird for just a minute. You're good, but it's okay. better now. No, we we only missed a little commentary. The actual news was good. Uh, okay. Let's see. Come on. Let's see. Questions. Questions. Hmm. Oh, Chu's listening. Hi, Chu. He's got a little moderator wrench. I forgot that moderators get blue wrenches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the reason why we decided to use a, a flying drone here is because, number one, Titan is smaller, so it has lower gravity, something like one-seventh of Earth's gravity, but it has a thicker atmosphere on the surface. So this is like the ideal environment for an interplanetary copter drone. 
and it's not going to be anywhere near the, the methane lakes. It's going to be down near the equator because if it was going to go too far north, then Earth would be below the horizon and we wouldn't be able to communicate with it. Mm, okay. So we have a couple of questions. Okay. Bad, is there bad Wi-Fi in space? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, that gets into NASA's deep space network. Yes, there is bad Wi-Fi in space. The, the bit rate for something like uh, New Horizons, which is out past Pluto, is like below your original dial-up. It's, it's ridiculous. It's going to take months, if not years, to download all the data that it got from Ultima Thule when it passed that at, uh, back on New Year's Day. Hmm. Mario wow. Maker 2. This is like Dr. Isaac says it's like flying through soup. And yeah, it kind of is, just a little bit. Thick like chili? <laughs> All right, give us the last story. Okay. Uh, SpaceX recently launched their third Falcon Heavy, and this was a night launch. And it was on a historic launch pad 39A, which now has seen night launches from Saturn V, uh, the Saturn program, excuse me, the Apollo program, the shuttle era, and now the commercial crew program, well, commercial resupply. Uh, this was a, a mission that supported the U.S. Air Force National Security Space Launch, formerly the EELV, which I don't have the, the uh, meaning of that particular abbreviation. It's uh, basically a certification process for the Falcon Heavy to prove that it can fly more complex payloads for the military. It had something like 24 different satellites on board, so this was the most complicated launch for the company so far, because it's got to go to different uh, inclinations, different altitudes, and everything has to be right down the line. Now, unfortunately, the center core did not land on the drone ship, of course, I still love you. The two side cores did land back at LZ-1 and 2, at a, a Kennedy Space Center, but the center core just didn't have enough oomph to get back to the, the drone ship. You could see the, uh, the footage of it kind of careening off and then crashing. Uh, some, of the, some of the payloads on this were pretty cool. Uh, Planetary Society had their second light sail mission on this, which is a, a demonstration of uh, solar sail. It's just going to demonstrate being able to raise and lower the apogee, the highest point in orbit around the Earth. Uh, just by orienting the vehicle relative to the sun. And eventually it'll orient itself to re-enter and burn up. There was a test for a green a new green propellant that they're hoping will replace hydrazine because hydrazine is unbelievably toxic. They say it smells like fish, but no one's ever lived long enough to be able to say. Uh, it's supposed to provide longer mission duration, better maneuverability. Uh, it's going to take up less space, so you'll have more payload capacity. And it simplifies the launch procedures, because you don't have to go through all the safety checks with hydrazine. It's still dangerous, but it's not nearly as dangerous as hydrazine. Uh, there's a, a new orbital test bed vehicle that's uh, doing a whole bunch of stuff, including using a new deep space atomic clock. Uh, there's a vehicle called Prox-1, which is what actually deployed LightSail 2, and it's doing something really cool. It's testing some new orbital maneuvering thrusters that use 3D-printed combustion chambers. So that's really cool. Damn, 3D printing is cool now. Oh yeah, 3D printing additive manufacturing is getting really, really big in aerospace right now. So people are talking on our chat about Wi-Fi speed in space. Well, strictly speaking, it's not Wi-Fi. <laughs> they use a they use a, something a little stronger than Wi-Fi, and it uses a different uh, frequency standard. What LTE? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, 
the uh, the space station actually uses uh, laser communication. They've actually tested that a few years ago, and they've started using because it, it provides higher bandwidth. Hmm. So I, I I hope to see more of that because there's talk of using a similar technique for uh, higher bandwidth transmission between Mars and Earth. So that would be really really nice. Huh. I... A guy I know worked on space 3D printer. That's, that's really from, cool. That's from Dr. one of Isaacs. our... Yep. How do you say that, Dr. Zix? I'm guessing it's Izix. He can, he can let us know if I'm butchering that. I do that a lot. And uh, one last thing about this particular launch. Uh, this is the first time that SpaceX actually managed to catch one of the, one of the halves of the fairing that protects the, the satellites on their way up. And uh, the boat that they used to do that, it's basically got this giant net, and they called it originally Mr. Steven, which is kind of a great name. But just before this mission, they renamed it to Miss Tree. So the ferrying recovery boat says trans rights. Huh. Huh. That's cool. Uh, Patches has a question. If you could project a yes. single fact to all humans on Earth about space, what would you tell them? If I could project a single fact to all humans on Earth about space, what would I tell them? <sighs> that it's hard, that it's cool, and that it is worthwhile. There, is, there are so many uh, spin-off technologies that we've gotten from NASA, from Roscosmos, from ESA, from all the agencies that send technology into space because they have to develop it to make it work up there and we find that we have uses for that technology here, it really is indeed worthwhile and we need to be investing more in it. It's not just, we need to fix all our problems down here before we do anything about leaving. We can do both. We are a highly complex species capable of doing multiple things at once. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Also, I would say, no, the Earth is not flat. Yes, we did go to the moon. So space is a lot like sex. It's hard, it's boring sometimes, but it's worth it. Yeah, it can also get messy. <laughs> so, Kit has a comment. This is great. I love Smokescale taking off the cuff. Talking, talking. Talking, talking. He's not taking off talking, the cuff. Uh, I, I don't have any cuffs to take off. I'm, I'm not into that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Reading well, thank you for hard. the space news. We must move to the next thing on our list. Okay, I'll close out with my until next time. Keep looking up, space fans. There you go. Yay! Ow. No. That's just like an end <laughs> sound effect. I thought it was cool. All right. <laughs> now I'm going to do the Patreon. No! I'm leaving! <laughs> Why do you hate the, the music? Is, the show, live show is done. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I cannot handle the name of this it. Track. It sounds really familiar. Uh, it's called Inflamatus. Um, so, oh we had a meet and greet before the show with our Patreon crew. We talked to them. They talked to us. Some of them just listened. Hi, Snares. Um, and now we're going to worship them in front of you all. So, please watch as Rue provides knee service to Ligris, Aussie Cat, Chapagriff, Snares, Skylos, Tomori Boba, Kachi, Dusky, ah, I got it. Uh, Guardian Lion, Black Baldrick, Rivka, Kit, who just said that thing, and Jake Fox. Many of them are in the audience. Some of them might even still be talking to each other. 
but they support us. Thank you for letting us sell out to you. If you'd like us to sell out to you, just like it says right there on YouTube, go to patreon.com slash fwiw and input your credit card number, social security number, and mother's maiden name. We need the other two for other stuff. And don't forget about the three-digit security code on the back. Yes. Did I tell you guys, before we go to the next email, I, I got a scam call that I almost fell for. I was pissed. Oh. Yeah. What's that? So there's this scam where I was, so I was staying at a hotel for a couple days when I was down there. I got a call, and so this guy said, oh, hey, this is so-and-so from the front office here at the hotel. I, You know, we've had a problem with our system. We just wanted to reconfirm some information so we don't double charge you. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so he asked me basic stuff like, you know, the last name, the day I checked in, address. And they said, and what's the credit card number you paid with? And that's when I was like, no. I was like, I'll come downstairs and show you, but I'm not doing that to the phone. And he kind of fought me about it. And I was yeah. like, nope, nope. But it was a really good scam. Wow. He did it well. Yeah. I was I was just like, whoa. And then they're like, there's no guy named whatever his name was. Yep. You called you called the front desk? No, I went down to the front desk physically. I was like, I'll show the front desk my credit card, but I'm not just going to give some random call on my phone my credit card number. Smart thing. Yeah, that's, that's not a smart thing. To you do. can't be too careful. All right, Rue. We have 30 minutes left in our show. Let's go to Abra Cadabra's email. Sure. Abra said, Hello, L, Rue, and any guests and viewer. As of recent, I have embraced the furry fandom while trying to, despite having a fursona for about a year. I am struggling to tell people I'm a furry. This is due to my fear of people's reaction, mainly my mom. Any advice to help? Also, I listened to season two, thinking it's best to start from the beginning, well, to Google Podcasts. So, can you reply with the episode that my email is brought up, if it is? <laughs> um, <laughs> this one. <laughs> yes, this one. It is live. Um, <laughs> I can guess um, you have dealt with a lot of these type of emails. Sorry. P.S. If I can't grow a backbone, backbone do, <laughs> do you know any cheap British fursuit makers? Thanks and regards, Abra. So you know what? I don't know any cheap fursuit makers, but because this is live, if anybody wants to post something, I'll read it on the show to reply back. But you are struggling to tell people that you're a furry. Here's the main thing that I usually do. I don't, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> it, it's pure and simple. If people are going to accept you for who you are, then just, you know, show your colors and and there you go. But just make sure that you're showing your colors in the appropriate place. Like if you're a broker of some sort of high, not saying that a broker, but like if you have some sort of job that it may affect you, maybe not be so open about like, I don't know, to your clients that you're a furry. Like you don't want to tell the customer at a Black Friday sale, hey, by the way, I'm a furry <laughs> or something like that. Thank you for calling AT&T, where we take care of you. I'm also a furry. How can I help you? 
there's a time and a place. So just make sure that you're sharing. Just if if you struggle to share it, if you're if you're holding back and being like, guys, I have this secret that I need to talk to you about, and <laughs> you're really quiet. <laughs> yeah, I'm a furry. Oh, and then everybody, you know, it's going to make it a bigger deal than what it actually is. So at you that know, point, you get the body snatchers. <laughs> And everyone points at you. No, this is what happens. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> there it is. You're making. You're, you're going to make Abra feel like that. We're making fun of. Him. We aren't. Or We're her. not. No, it's. You're right. You're right. You're right. I also want to go to the next email. Can we go to the next email? Well, we love you, Abra. Well, I, no, I want to ask Smokes. Smokes, what do you think? <sighs> This is one of those things where you find out something about yourself and you get so excited about it that you just want to shout it from the rooftops because you want other people to be excited about it with you. And you kind of get squashed when people don't react the same way. It's, it's something that it is totally your personal information. You don't have to share it with anyone. They are not owed that. I would recommend trying to find other people who happen to be furries and say, hey, I'm a furry. Hey, I'm a furry too. And then you can you know be furry together. Awesome. All right. Now we can go on to the next email. Sorry. All right. Next email is from Alex. It says, hello for what it's worth. I am Alex and I am from Israel. Oh, I'm so jealous of Israel. They're getting a Nintendo world. Uh, let me start by saying thank you because you're the reason I found the community in Israel. No shit. That's awesome. And I became very happy because of that. You said, if I would search, I will find. And if I find, I would be happy. And that happened. I can't even explain how important finding them was for me. So thank you very much. I'm glad that you found your tribe. Yes. It's... I can't even talk. <laughs> it, it really is a, a sort of special thing when you find a place where you feel like you fit in. Oh, it balances your life. Also, Israel recently tried to land a commercial vehicle on the moon and it didn't go well, but they're going to try again. All right. I don't have anything to add. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yay, I killed the topic. Yay, good job. All right, next email's been Headshot. sent. I choose you, Smokey. Oh, sure, while well, I'm trying to take a drink. Oh, well, then I choose you, Rue. Hi, Tugs. Let's see here. I have been researching sex versus connection uh, for my own interests. Since the furry fandom has so much sex-focused material... Maybe an episode on sex porn connection would interest the listeners. You can skip that next paragraph, I think. Um, here is a wonderful eight-minute episode series, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> From NPR. Um, many, many bear hugs, TG. I, oh. I think that's a good topic <laughs> idea. Yeah. I mean, we have done... Um, you know, sex in the fandom, but at the same exact time, we haven't actually got like a, a one that draws like specifically, uh, not say for Mark material. Maybe that's, I mean, maybe we have. Have we had an artist on that, that yeah. draws a lot of night? Oh, yeah. Work? Yeah. That big whore little chew, man. He draws so much f porn. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <sighs> 
I do. I do like the idea of discussing the actual like a connection with another person. That's what I took it to mean. Maybe I was wrong. You know, I recently tweeted on my private account that I, I think I feel like I'm a little bit more demisexual than, like, like I want to know who the person is and, like, kind of yeah. feel something before I'm just like, yeah, I just can't go and, like, stick my dick in a hole somewhere and hope something happens. Yeah, I would prefer to, to have that connection because I don't want to be with someone just for the sake of being with someone because that usually leads to tears. Tugs, what, what am I? <laughs> You're a slut. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Is there a slut You bag? have naked hot tubs with lady juice. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and the problem is, it's not that it's lady juice. It's that it's someone else you don't know's lady juice. They get yeah. washed out. Oh, my gosh. They don't, that's me. so bad for the environment, if that's really what they do. Hey, so um, I wanted to, while Smokey grabs the next email, I wanted to um, read comments. At my various jobs, I was good at avoiding questions that would even hint at such a thing. It wasn't the culture at all for it. That's very true. Um, I th I work in tech, and tech is much more progressive than, say, the financial industry. So, yeah, yeah. Tot it's totally – you, you got to be aware of your audience. But it's, it's also, I think, easier in Washington anyway because we're just all weird. You know, like – Everyone knows that I'm a furry at work, but it's not like a thing that like is. Yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, I'm going to a furry convention. Okay, cool. And Jake Fox says that he has a coworker that claims to hate furries, but he oddly knows a lot about the fandom. He thinks they, they may be a closet fur. That may very well be the case. Like it's one of those, oh no, this is dumb. I'm going to hate on it, but I want to learn as much as I can because it's dumb. And so I want to make sure everyone guy. knows that I think it's dumb. Do Patches. what? Self-hating gay guy. Kind of like, yeah, yeah. Patches said, I moved to a new city a few months ago and was feeling rather blue until I got in with a few local furries in the hot tub with a cookie. Um, and then Patches also said, Rue the bicycle. Woo! Yeah, I, I, did I talk about my bike? I don't remember. I bought a bike. Did I tell you? Hey, hey. I did. I bought a bike. It's an e-bike and it's so that I can go down a cup size. I'm really excited. <laughs> You got well, that email? That's one way to put it. <laughs> I've got the email. Left. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> this is from D. He says, I was talking with some friends earlier this week about Paw Day. There was some confusion between that and someone's uh, somebody's idea to draw a paw print on your hand on May 25th to help other furries find you. This seemed like a bad idea to me as it might also help people who are hostile to furry find you, but that's a different issue. I'm sure that Paw Day was originally May 20th because I made a note when I first saw the proposal, but the furry who proposed it, it didn't say what it was for exactly, although it has been used for as an excuse to post paw fetish art. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not here to yuck your yum. I like that. That's a really, I like that way of putting that. Yuck your yum. Yeah. <laughs> Neither did he say whether it was supposed to be on a specific day on a specific week in May. The, the way Mother's Day is always the second Sunday in May, or on May 20th of every year. Nor did he say if it was meant to be perpetual or just for the one year. My friends and I discussed the matter at length. We even came up with a few ideas for uh, a paw week and to declare May furry month. We abandoned the latter. We did agree that paw day was May 20th. Then, somehow, I ended up in charge of review reviving paw day. Why me? That's what I've been wondering. A quick search on FA seemed to show that Paw Day was nev never really took off, but it didn't entirely die either. 
The oldest FA posts I found were in 2011, 2012. But it's always been May 20th, so let's make that official, or what passes for official in furry. May 20th will now and forever be Paw Day. Its purpose is to celebrate paws in all their glory, including, but not limited to, paw fetish. Paw Week will be the Sunday through Saturday in which May 20th falls. It's supposed, uh, its purpose is to celebrate furry in general, and paws in particular, and to help bring local furries together. Furry Week 2020 will start on May 17th and end on May 23rd. Celebrate these occasions in friendship and with a positive attitude. Eh, positive. That's not what he said, but I'm making it that. Uh. And otherwise, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Many puns later. With a positive attitude and otherwise whatever way you see fit. Please pass this information on if you like the idea. There, I have done my duty. Pick it up and run with it. Or don't. <laughs> duty. Patches says big beans. Yep, big beans. Toe beans. <sighs> toe beans? There's two things that come to my head when I hear toe beans. The first thing is they probably taste like lima beans, and I like lima beans. I don't like toes, just to be clear, but I do like lima beans. Um, and then the other thing is this movie called Unico and the Island of Magic, where the bad guy shrieks, Toby! And so now I'm just imagining him saying toe beans. See, I don't think actual, like, the legume. I think, like, jelly beans. Candy paws. Oh. I, just think of, I just think of bean from Disenchanted. So, there we go. <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen that. What? Disenchanted. Oh. It, it will have the new season real soon. Let's see what audience and, Oh. Oh. Yeah. And apparently... I was thinking of something else entirely. No, Disenchantment. I'm sorry. Disenchantment is the name of it. Um, anywho. So, howdy. Pass of for what it's worth. Oh, and this is... I don't know who this is from, Tugs. Um, it's from Anonifer? Oh, I, it's Angel. Sorry. From Angel. Okay. Angel said, howdy. Cast of for what it's worth. I just wanted to say thank you, young bloods. I used to think that furries were people who had sex with animals. So needless to say, I was disgusted. So I um, decently took up... Wait, is that right? Decently? Recently. Uh, oh, well, it's with a D. I know. Okay. It's so a typo. I, so I recently uh, looked up a pretty <laughs> gruesome podcast uh, title regarding furries. I found one of your episodes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and listen to it. By the end of the episode, I realized that a furry is not what I previously thought it was. And was already making my first persona. I only changed four times. I bet Fox was one of them. And <laughs> um, my current main persona is an English shepherd named Angel. She has wings and a halo with semi-natural colors. I added a wing because I don't feel like going into detail. So you all can, can if you want. But I really love your podcast and thanks because without being in the fandom, I would be less prideful in being gender fluid as without the fandom. I would feel alone. 
Huh. Well, I'm so glad that you found our show, and I'm so glad that, you know, <laughs> you you don't think that we just like to, to do things to animals. <laughs> I, they, they, yeah. There's art, and I'm trying to shrink it so they can see it. So let's see if I can do this. I mean, technically, human beings are a kind of animal, so... Oh, that works. But I think it's really cool that uh, through the furry fandom, they have been able to express their gender fluidity. Bye, Doctor. Mm -hmm. Someone was saying bye what? to us. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, I just think it's really cool that because you can create whatever identity you want, you can explore aspects of yourself you might not have been able to otherwise. I know I have since I joined. All I see is eyes. Oh, there we go. I see it. <laughs> okay, now you're now you're squishing it. I okay. There we go. Woo! <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Where is this mysterious art? How must I? Yeah, how must I do to find it? The YouTube preview. Oh, oh well. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I I can send it to you on our internal system. Yeah, later, later. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Yay, dead air. Ha 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 ha. No, no, no. We were all we were all quietly admiring the art. It was amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Smokey ruins things again. That's okay. Well, good job, Angel. <laughs> I like your art. Ruined. Uh, okay. Oh. Yes, I, I liked her art as well. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you've you found the fandom and you found the podcast. It's it's really cool. Okay, next email is for me. It's from Kit. Kit says, hello to the cast of FOA and to the guest. It's Kit. Really? I had an idea for an episode topic. Could you do an episode on plushophilia, please? I haven't been able to find information on plushophilia that's current and relevant to furry. What I could find was from the 2000s. That makes me feel really old. Uh, the impression that I get from this is that plushophilia is an obscure kink. If you don't want to cover this as an episode topic, that's cool, but I'd like to hear the, fact, the cast thoughts on plushophilia. Thank you for reading this email. I hope you're well. With love and cookies, Kit. P.S. I like the majority of the season so far. Only the majority? Well, you know, not, not perfect. <laughs> uh, well, that's a good topic idea. So It is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring this up. So over at the lovely clubhouse... I know I don't talk about the clubhouse very often because, you know, it's supposed to be hush-hush and secretive and stuff Whatever. like that. Cool but, um, I mean, we do have uh, an individual that maybe we could have come on some point in time. They like to, um, they, they get into like a plush type suit and they like naughty stuff to happen. But I think he's more talking about like, <laughs> like strategically placed holes on, on plushes. Right. I, I or... Have or characters that are themselves living plushies, I think. Well, it's and, or it's, maybe both. It's a layered kink in that scenario, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I have a quick, quick little story. It's very quick. I promise you. Oh, I hope uh, one day I'm going to get one of those great, big, huge, um, large plushes, and I'm going to have a strategically placed hole in it. So that I can put my TV remotes in there so that when my friends come over and they want to watch TV, I can, they can be like, hey, where's your remote? And I'll just point to the fox's butt. Okay. All right. On to the next oh, I've got constipation. Oh, there's Sony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my, 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 my. Classy. My. We're classy as fuck. 
I am super classy. All right. Come to my house. Who's taking the next email? I suppose I can. Let me open up, and this is from... Is there a thing at the top that says... William. No, okay. William Barnhill. What a great name. I just want to make sure that it wasn't one of those we prefer to not have our name listed. Oh, no, that's cool. <clears throat> Hello, Ruin Tugs. My name is Kriv, said as it is spelled. I hope I said that right. Kriv, K-R-I-V. And I am a neon green and blue fox. I'm 17 and a member of the Army National Guard in California. Woohoo! I'm a relatively new listener. Started listening in March. This is my first time emailing the show. I And I just have a few points, questions, to run by y'all. Thank you for using y'all in the correct form. Thank you. First up. Why do you think people hate us? I ask this because I asked an acquaintance from high school on his thoughts about furries without disclosing that I was one without disclosing that I was one. He gave negative answers. When we got to the topic of furcon, he responded with, and I quote, "The only time I would go to a furcon would be with my AR for genetic cleansing." Whoa. Needless to say, I avoided him. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not only would I say you should avoid this person, I would say you need to report them. Uh, next, y'all probably can't answer this, but do y'all think that I will no longer be a furry when I finish training? My parents, sorely disappointed that I'm a furry, both agree that I will be a that I will be a whole new man and no longer be a furry. Then again, it could just be that is what they are hoping would happen. Uh, that's that's loaded with all kinds of baggage. We'll get to that. Finally, don't know how this comes across, depends on the person, but Rue, you have a very charismatic personality. I find that unique. Not many people strike me as such. It's that's my fake. piece. I'm sorry? <laughs> it's all fake. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's my piece. I hope to hear plenty more from y'all before I ship out to Oklahoma for basic training on August 20th. Before I forget, y'all are the only podcast I listen to. Y'all are fantastic. Keep it up. Sincerely, William Barnum. So, there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> there is a lot. Uh, let's start off with the first one, because, you know, it's the first one. That's where you start. I thought you were uh, why do you think with the most important, which was how charismatic I am. You know, that is pretty important, yes. Flattery, flattery gets you everywhere. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> let's see. First up, why do y'all think people hate us? Because we're different, mainly, it's viewed as weird and unusual, and people fear the things that they don't know, especially since we have a very, very, very puritanical view of the world, and that really doesn't jibe with what furry is to a lot of people within the fandom. I agree with you. I mean, honestly, if somebody was to say something like that, they probably wouldn't be my friend anymore or well i know that they were an acquaintance but you know i don't necessarily feel like people hate us in fact i actually think that overall through time um <coughs> there's a lot of um a lot of a lot of media that has embraced us and a lot of people that have embraced us as well i mean oh, yeah. like for instance in in good old utah we have a comic um comic um, shop that sells coffee and we go over there all the time and, and they consider us you know geeks that just you know that's that's what we are and they fully, em geek. fully embraced us so yeah it's basically a flavor of geek so yeah kind of sort of yeah 
I mean, overall, majority of people, I feel like, accept us. I, I would say that there's a, a large group that does, but there's still a pretty generous-sized group that doesn't. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. Patches says, flattery gets you into the lady juice hot tub. Oh my gosh, no. Why did yeah. you... <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> wow! But uh, this 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 guy that says that he would go to a furcon with his AR for genetic cleansing, that shit needs to be shut down immediately. You report that to uh, teacher, principal, parents, authorities, whatever, because that shit you you take that shit seriously in this day and age. Well, you have to because the thing about it is like it was probably said in passing, but it's also a sign that there might be something else that needs to get looked into. So, oh yeah, just because they may not have meant it, that's not a cat. It's 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 like you know, do you want to hang out with someone who's a, who's thinking about murdering people all the time, even if they're not going to? Probably not. Who's and it may not be all the time, but yeah, no, 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 that's not cool. Yeah, very. Um, as as far as the next part of your email, you about know, the parents. we're we're not going to be able to tell you whether or not that you're going to be a furry out of service. You know, it just depends on. On, on yourself and whether you're a hobbyist or a lifestylist. If you're a lifestylist in, in the furry <laughs> fandom, then then yeah, you're gonna still be a furry afterward. It, you know, but it depends. Sometimes sometimes people fall out of the furry fandom and yeah. you know, it happens. You, you so know, go, ahead. go ahead. Oh I was just oh, I was just gonna say the fact that he asked that question is very telling in a way because you don't ask questions like that unless it means something to you. So are you going to let something that has value to you just casually go? That's a very good point, Tugs. I think I think it more originated from the fact that his parents are disapproving and he doesn't want necessarily to disappoint them. And I totally get that. I have a similar issue with my parents because they don't know I'm a furry and I have no intention of ever sharing it with them because why should I? But... uh. A lot of it depends on you as a person. Is this something that means something to you? Do you use it to define yourself? Have you, through furry, learned things about yourself that you would not have otherwise? Whether or not it has staying power is basically up to you and your experience with it. All right, we're running short on time, so I'm going to move right along. Something I just noticed in my inbox, guys, we got like five people who wanted to do items for the Gratitude episode. That's really cool. I've never seen an episode be like the one people want to be in. But if you did one, and I'm looking at Dusky and Kit, that's why yours wasn't necessarily used. Um, but we can still use them if you'd like. Let me know. Um, the, no, the next email is from Shane. So I think there's two emails left. Here's one of the two. Dear wonderful cast and crew of FWIW, thanks for keeping the show going with Tugs now living in Seattle. I hope to become a patron soon, B slash C. I want more people to discover the show and learn more about furries. I'm glad I found this community and made a coop of new friends. A whole coop. Are you interested in suggestions for future 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 episodes? I have an idea. Real life sports and the fandom. It seems more common for furries to not really be interested in sports. Sports are some of my favorite things to do outside the fandom, and it might be interesting to hear what other listeners have to say. Let me know what you think and keep the show going. Shane, likely your only listener in the landscaping industry. Right? The first reply goes to me. This is what I say. 
I don't have a personal interest in sports, but we've done many, many episodes and things I don't have a personal interest in, and they're always fun. Me I think the reason that that hasn't happened is because it is the least common social thing that people have in common, according to Nuka's research. It's it's vastly outstripped by pretty much every other nerd thing. And so that's probably why we haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. I'm, I am not a sport person myself. When I was in high school, I joined the fencing team. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not trying poked. to laugh. You got poked in the nipple. That's really cool. No, I did the poking. Well, you still do the poking. Well, yeah. Giggity. Smokey the pokey. <laughs> I thought we had one more email, and now I can't find what it was. Find oh, that was it? that might have been the last email. Yay, we get through it all. Did we, we did the emails. We have some ads. We have lots of email from Nuka because I have a backlog of Get Psyched. And so, we do have a comment from Jake Fox in the chat. He says, well, I can understand an outsider perspective being apprehensive about furries upon initial discovery, but it's really a harmless hobby, if you will. Any independent research will show this. Yeah, but there are some folks out there that don't want to do the research. They just want their bias confirmed. Another comment from August Otter. He said, if your parents don't support you, don't support them. You choose your family. I hope it doesn't come to that, but yeah, that is very true. I think I'm, I, and I'm not, I'm not trying to humble brag. I am lucky in the fact that my brother is like, oh yeah, furry, all the stuff you're into, that's cool. And my sister's on the same trajectory. So that will make my life, I think, a lot <laughs> more concrete and whole in a way that I wouldn't have had. You know, I, you, you all know that I don't necessarily, we don't have time to go into it. You all know that I have my family issues and stuff like that. I love my family. I love them so much. However, I, I do wish that, that they would fully accept everything that is going on in my life. But I know that their religion doesn't necessarily jive with that. And so what I do have and, and what type of relationship that I do have, I appreciate and I do do things with my family. However, you know, the people that are really my family are those are my friends and my my boyfriend. He's my your your second. <laughs> you know what? Soon he's not going to be my second. We went and locked at wedding rings. What? <laughs> Oh Did my. you really? Well, we just went and looked at them. That we we know each other's sizes. This is just bullshit. You don't just go look at rings because you're not going to buy rings. Well, you know, it's good to 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 check people's sizes. I'm so excited like for you. <laughs> well, well, okay. It's a step. It's a step. A long time coming. Also, a long time in the making. So you need uh. to keep me posted. Ah, thank you. I will. It's slow but surely, but you know, we're we're going at our own pace, and that's what's important. So, yeah, we've been going together for pace. about seven years now, six to seven years. Sixty-seven years. Okay. Um. Let's let's before we go to final thoughts, I'm gonna do housekeeping so you can form your final thoughts. Does that work? Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> Have you commented on the site yet? It's time to be reminded in... Housekeeping! We want to thank our lovely, lovely cast. First of all, I want to thank Tugs. Let me tell you, this episode would not have happened without him. He did 
everything. I did nothing. He really Quite did nothing. Quite literally, I showed up. That is all that happened. And thank God that Tugs took the reins on this because it wouldn't have happened. So thank you, Tugs, so much. I really appreciate it. And I you did fun. this even when you were traveling to Utah. No, I woke me. up and did it all this morning. <laughs> I haven't gone outside today. Sounds like me. Still, you put in time and that, and you made the show shine. So thank you so much, Tugs, yeah. for all that you do. Smokey, I want to also thank you for all of the space news that you've sent to us. Oh, you're welcome, girl. That we've been able to put on the show. It has helped our ident, uh, not idents, sorry, interstitials definitely brings depth to our show. Yes. And then, of course, thanks thanks to our regular guests as well. Oh, Fire Breath. Thank you to Fire Breath for all that he does. And also, Voss. Sadly, Voss could not make it today because Fridays he works. So he's working. He's being amazing. He was claimed by the work monster. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, wow. Hey, go check out our show Telegram chat. Oh, Rude, you did that. Okay, good. Um, comment on the site. Yes, make it look like people go to our site. Um, this episode will be posted Sunday, 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 and you'll be able to listen to it again, but it will be on YouTube in the meantime. But once it goes to the show, then we're going to probably turn the YouTube link off only because it will mess with our stats. Um, we enjoy social media. We love social media. We hope that you love social media too. So please follow us, subscribe, like, send us a message different things like that we want to be part of your lives and in your ear holes so and sometimes also, other holes <laughs> in the lady hot tub anyway. i have no comment <laughs> in the lady hot tub all right um <laughs> did you talk about telegram if That's you didn't be a song. here's you your, know here's what? your reminder telegram I it can up telegram it send me a message at wine red fox on telegram and i will add you to the chat but you must be 18 please note I will be asking you that question. There's been a couple times that people are like, why are you asking me that? Well, we you know. Lawyers. Sorry, guys. I love you. <sighs> but anyways. If you enjoyed this show, if you enjoy our other shows, if you want the show to continue going strong, tell a friend. Now, I'm not just saying that as like a thing that they do at the end of Mythbusters kind of thing. I mean it. Like, if you don't tell people, we're going to shrink. We need to grow. We want to become well known in the fandom for doing this. It's fun. You know, we're not in it like for the ego boost, but we enjoy this. It's our hobby, and it would be immensely rewarding if it got big without us having to like make it all corporatized and crap. So go tell people. We like it. We don't want to get a fucking sponsor and have like some advertisement for Tide Pods and stuff like that and don't eat them. Anyways. Yeah, we don't want to get fucked by a sponsor. <laughs> so tell us. What have you been up to, Smokey? Like, what's going on uh, in your life? This is your plug. Writing, trying to find a job, trying to keep from going insane by, you know, by way of cabin fever. Anything that you want to plug? What's your Telegram? What's your what's your Twitter? Where can people follow you? Where can they get more information? Well, Where can they hear more space news? Well, this is really the only place I do space news. I do talk about it on Twitter sometimes. Uh... You can follow me on Twitter at a blue drag. That's that's my my uh, 
somewhat family friendly one, I do get kind of sweary. Hmm. Well, if oh, that's so it. final thoughts, final thoughts, real quick, guys. All watermelon should be seedless. I agree with that. I agree. And that's it. That's the final thought. Well, all right. Well, thank you, everyone on YouTube who joined us tonight. That was fun. Um, oh, all these emojis. Um, yeah. Gosh, I don't know what to say. This was a lot of fun. It's different for sure, though. It was different. Uh, definitely. Definitely. And I liked it. I, I like the change because, honestly, you know, sometimes, sometimes me and you, we just need a little kick in the pants once in a while. Yep. And this definitely was something brand new. So. Turns so, out he's into that. Oh, giggity. Um, I think for the next episode, Rude, do you want to do Living with Roommates? Um, sure. This is something I would like to learn more about because I've never had a roommate other than my sister. Yeah. Furries often will want to live together to save on costs. Um, or they're in a phase of their life where that's the thing that they need. And So how it's to, specifically... How to we gather furry. together in packs. Furry roommates, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Just furry but, I mean, roommates. I think it's a general life skill too, right? Yeah, it's it is a general life skill. But I feel like that there is a well, even even if it's not furry roommates, how about roommates that aren't furry? Oh, true. That, yeah, let's talk both sides. So we can definitely talk both sides. Yeah. So, oh, you know what? There's a couple of comments here that we need to say. Okay. Thank you, Tugs, for producing. Thank you, Rue, for co-hosting. Thank you, Smokey, for all your contributions. You're welcome. I'm timid. Um, and... And? Hmm? I'm just... And? What were you saying? And uh, the next episode that Chu wants us to do is Seedless Watermelon in the Fandom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this again. All right. Well, we're glad everyone joined us tonight. Thank you so much, everybody. This was a lot of fun. If you'd like us to do it again, let us know. Anyone going to say anything? This has been Rue. This has been Tux. This is Tux. And this is Smokescale. And, and you've been listening to, to For What for Is Worth Live. Worth live. That was the best ending ever. It's still going, too. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. It never happened.